From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be around the world. Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. With us, of course, our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. And uh, welcome to all of you. A couple of reminders here very quick. We'll be talking about the National Night Out. Yes. And uh, uh, to friends of mine, that doesn't mean date night. Okay, <laughs> no, this, is, this is important. A national Night. In fact, Modesto has been prominently... Uh, uh, featured and nationally recognized as uh, having a wonderful program for them. We'll be talking about that in just a couple of minutes. For those of you here in the Stanislaus County area, every Friday here at noon at Advancing Vibrant Communities, we have a time of prayer for the city, praying for the needs of the city. And it's uh, you can fit it into your lunch hour. It's noon to uh, 1230. And come in, bring your lunch if you like. It's casual. Today's, uh, I mean, Fridays are kind of dressed down days here at uh, Advancing Vibrant Communities. You're welcome to come and and uh, and join with us in praying for the needs of the city. Again, that's every Friday at noon. A couple of other uh, points to remember as well. Coming up on September 11, uh, ABC will be out in the airport and neighborhoods helping uh, clean up with uh, other volunteers in the city. And uh, then about two weeks later, we'll be uh, on September 25 doing a cleanup project in the Empire area as well. So just a couple of reminders there. You can call us at 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. Or check our website at www.vibrantcommunities.org. Let's now check with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a thank you to a small church in a faraway place as they demonstrate what it means to be a Jesus freak. It's 1991, Canal, Peru. Terrorists burned down their church and 17 houses, all belonging to Christians. Their pastor is murdered. Yet the very next night, 30 of these believers gather fearlessly in the muddy street to sing praise songs, worship the one true God, and even pray for their persecutors. They live by the words of Paul in Philippians 1.27. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. And uh, just a reminder, friends, you're listening to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Now let's check in with our friend Brad Dacus from the Pacific Justice Institute. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, 
Brad Dacus. Pacific Justice Institute has filed an amicus brief urging the U.S. Supreme Court to hear a recent Ninth Circuit Court decision which allows for public universities to openly discriminate against religious students. Now, the University of California system has declared that high school students from religious schools might not be given credit for key courses when applying for admission to the UC system. Despite the fact that these schools are accredited, UC officials stated that a religious perspective in education is, quote, too narrow-minded. Let's pray that this egregious discrimination will be corrected by the U.S. Supreme Court. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Elaine and a whole host of wonderful guests tonight, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. Because on our list of the Volunteer Center of the United Way's uh, Linda Hand list tonight is National Night Out 2010, and this is a big deal. And we're going to uh, talk a lot more about that tonight as our guests are here to celebrate that very thing. The Center for Human Services, where you can share your knowledge of the legal system at Youth Court, adult volunteers who are knowledgeable of the law, serve as mentors to assist volunteer attorneys with trial preparation and as judges to preside over the court. Now, the court sessions are usually held during the evening on the third Tuesday in Oakdale and bi-monthly on Wednesdays in Modesto. Youth volunteers ages 13 to 17 are also needed to serve as defense and prosecution attorneys, jury members, bailiffs, and court clerks The youth court process offers first-time juvenile defendants who have admitted responsibility for their offense an opportunity to have their case heard by a jury of their peers with an adult volunteer judge experienced in juvenile law presiding. And we think that's a very cool thing. So if you're interested in doing something like that, we urge you to get involved. Now, the Friends of the Modesto Library, this is cool too. And if you love the library and work well with people, we hope you do, the library, uh, Modesto Library's gift store, the little shop, can use your help. Uh, Volunteers are needed to coordinate scheduling for sales, associate volunteers. Volunteers will telephone and email volunteer staff to confirm times and develop schedules. This position can be done at the library and from the volunteer's home as needed. Sales associate volunteers are also needed to open and close the shop, kind of help out customers with sales, operate cash register, check in and display merchandise, all those kinds of things. Volunteers should be at least 16 years of age, friendly, dependable, and uh, training is provided for all the positions for that. The Friends of the Modesto Library supports programs and services at the library since 1974. They've been around for a while. If you have any questions on any of these uh, opportunities, we invite you to call Barbara Borba, who was one of our guests last week Mm -hmm. here on Lighthouse Live. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, that's 209-524-1307, extension 113. Or you can email Barbara. She's at bborba at uastan.org. 
you know, we have a, a brand new recovery home in need of an electric dryer. If you wish to make a, a donation for men on the road to recovery, uh, our good friend Joseph contacted us today here at ABC and says the home is in need of an electric dryer. If you wish to make a donation to them, give us a call here. Backpacks for school very much in need. We have two twin girls, age 17, and their 16-year-old brother. School begins uh, August 10th for them. Please give us a call. Backpacks are, are uh, a much-needed item uh, all throughout our county here, probably all through, throughout uh, the states as well. We need beds, refrigerators, dressers, all matter of household items uh, in good, clean, usable condition. We want to stress that always. Give us a call at 209-544-9571. Again, our number is 209-544-9571, and we'll connect those items uh, to homes where those items are needed. Well, National Night Out is a cause for celebration here in Modesto, California, Stanislaus County, and the name implies a, a celebration nationwide. And here with us tonight is our Modesto Police Chief, Mike Harden. Welcome, Mike. Uh, Chief Mike, uh, we just thank you because we know you are very busy and we know that you have another uh, commitment and you have to leave early, so we just want to thank you for your time. Uh, here with us tonight. We also have the director of the Weed and Seed, Beth Hatcher, here with us. And from Parks and Recs, we have Bruce Lockhart. Thank you, Bruce, for joining us. And from uh, the West Side, our advocate and key ABC volunteer, Orrin Woods. Thank everybody. We're going to uh, begin with Chief Mike Harden. Now, Chief, at our last Weed and Seed meeting in uh, Stanislaus County here in Modesto, for those of you listening around the world, you gave us some encouraging statistics uh, that gave us cause for celebration here in our part of the world. Do you want to share those with our listeners tonight? I will. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Um, in spite of the very difficult uh, budget situation we find ourselves in, this unfortunate economic downturn that's now four years, it seems like, we're into it. But uh, in spite of uh, 54, 57 fewer officers, uh, the city of Modesto has received up to this point, the first six months of this year, about a 10% reduction in crime versus the year before. Mm -hmm. So uh, if we can keep that up over the course of the entire year, that's uh, about 1,500 fewer families, 1,500 fewer individuals who are going to be impacted by being the victim of a crime. Perhaps that means their only means of transportation is not stolen. It means their house is not burglarized. It means uh, themselves or a, a loved member, uh, a family member is not uh, a victim of a, of a personal crime, a robbery or an assault or something like that. So in spite of all the doom and gloom we hear from time to time, and we do mm -hmm. hear enough of that, yeah. um, th this 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 community has has come together and, and has recognized that uh, crime prevention is not just a law enforcement problem. It's not just an individual neighborhood or community problem, but working in concert with each other, we can, we can achieve some great results. And so I'm very, very grateful for the hard work of the members of this community who've said, you know, it's not just the police department's problem. It's our problem, and we're going to work together on it. So uh, hopefully we can keep it up and uh, continue to see those uh, those numbers trend downward that's what we're hopeful for at least yeah i think one of the one of the benefits chief if if you can look at it that way of the economic downturn is that it's almost forced our hands in in communities to really work together now here in Stanislaus County in the greater Modesto area i think there is already a predisposition towards that we've already noted that time and time again that as you visit other counties you visit other cities as we go to ministry conferences people are looking at us going you do what with the police department? You know, <laughs> right? You know, the sheriff's department's doing what? You know, and you're working with Parks and Rec doing what? You got to be kidding! Uh, you know, so I think there's uh, in in this area especially an open window, an open door to working together. But add add our ne economic woes to it. Nobody can do it all alone. 
and it really takes those community partnerships to uh, to work together. Absolutely. It really does, and that's why um, I can pick up the phone to a representative from Parks and Rec. They can pick up the phone and call me. I can call you. I can call other members of the community, exactly. and uh, within very short order, we can mobilize the, the forces, so to speak, and attack, you know, tackle almost any problem. So I'm very grateful for that. You know, uh, I, I know your, your time with us is short here tonight, Chief. You have some other obligations. I want to talk also about Project Safe. Yes. Okay. And uh, ABC has been uh, been part of that, and and we, we, we just great cheerleaders for you on that. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful uh, program. Give us a thumbnail sketch of what's happening and and uh, some of the trends that you see coming out of that. Thank you very much, and I am very grateful for the work of ABC and Project Safe. That stands for Striving for Accountability and future employment. That's our anti-gang strategy, if you will, and it's our our flagship program. Uh, You know, when I inherited the chief's job, uh, one of the things that uh, I quickly assembled was a a team of uh, personnel at the department to tackle this gang problem, and it permeates almost everything we do. Some of the gang members are so structured and so organized that they, they have robbery crews and burglary crews, and they control the drug trade, if you will. And so, um, you know, it's been said, and it's true, we can't arrest our way out of this problem. There's not enough jail space, not enough officers to do that. And uh, so we have to give uh, these gang members other opportunities. And one of them is this Project SAFE, where they will uh, attend a meeting and, and they'll get offered services, uh, services from GED completion to anger management and other social services as an opportunity to stop the violence today. And so um, we've been all in since January, and um, the numbers are trending downward very, very good. Um, uh, and so it's a small sample size. Uh, I'd like to see these numbers extrapolated out over a year or so or 18 months. Sure. But, mm-hmm. but I want to keep the pressure on because I'm an absolute believer that the only way we're going to tackle this gang problem in a positive way, in a successful way, is, is to adopt a layered approach. Um, we're going to hold those gang members accountable. You're, to perpetuate violence in our community is not going to be allowed. And if you do that, then we're going to come after you with the full force of law enforcement, prosecution efforts. We're going to incarcerate you, prosecute you, and see to it that you can't continue to to perpetuate violence in our community. But we also have to try something else, too, a kind of a a carrot-and-stick approach. And so that carrot-and-stick approach is is allowing them an opportunity to make a decision today, I'm out of the gang lifestyle, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to do it any longer. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to change my life for me, my family, whatever the case may be. And so... uh, those who have attended our, our call-ins, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but those who have attended our call-ins have taken us up on the offer. Uh, they, they've sought services. Uh, those who have not have been arrested in some instances. Uh, but the, the telltale sign will be whether or not gang violence declines in our community. And up to this point, it has. And so we're very, very hopeful that it will continue, and we're going to keep it up. Um, it's it's our, our I think the safety and the viability of our community depends upon it. So. It's so encouraging. Yeah. Such good news. I know when you gave us the statistics the other day, I was so encouraged by this. Thank you. Absolutely. I, I think the other benefit of this, and, and Elaine and, and Al uh, here have, have participated with us in interviewing uh, these gangbangers right after uh, the meeting. There's a presentation and law enforcement kind of tells them how it is, and then and then you have some testimonies from, uh, from other folks, some mothers who have had uh, uh, children uh, who have been hit by stray or intentional bullets and, and, and died at the hands of gangbangers get to give their story. I think one of the advantages, Chief, and taking the statistics out of it, is you get to meet with these guys one-on-one, and it puts a face on the issue. You know, it's no longer just 
those gangbangers. Right. But it's it's the guy sitting across from you, and you get the opportunity to find out whether whether he's really interested, and you get to connect with him as a person. Yes. And I think there's a, a lot of power there, and you know, there's a pastor sitting across from you who really cares about you, or right. there's a community member, really, or here's an ex gangbanger. Think of uh, uh, Joseph, Joseph Cabral. Yes. You know who's done time, Absolutely. heavy duty time. Absolutely, and and he's sitting in front of these guys, going, "Man, I've I've been where you are, and that's not a good place to be." And let right. me tell you, I was really going to be. And so I think one of the values, Chief, is that you get to connect one on one with a real flesh and blood human being, and even if they don't make the right decision, hey, we planted a seed there, haven't we? Absolutely. You know, it, it, everyone is somebody's brother, someone's son. That's right. Uh, they're a father, an uncle, whatever the case may be, and so it. Uh, it, uh, it does provide that human connection, if you will. And, you know, maybe they've never been told in their entire life that we care about you. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. there's consequences, sure. uh, but we care about you. Maybe they've never been told that. And so in some way, shape, or form, we've got to get a hook. And, uh, and you're right. If they don't take advantage of the opportunity that day, hopefully at some point they will. But as long as they know this community cares about them and, and there are opportunities, there is a different way of life, if you will. It doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, gang involved. And... Um, I think um, uh, I've seen the, the faces. They've looked at me as I'm talking to them. Right. And um, and many of them, for the first time, have been told enough is enough. Right. And uh, then to hear a mother get up and very yes. and give this very yes. passionate talk about how their life or her life has been changed by the loss of a son or a daughter, uh, wow, it's very impactful. And so uh, that's the purpose of the program. You know, it, it, today it's got to stop. We hope it stops. If it doesn't stop, there's consequences. But... Today can be the you know the change for the rest of your life because there's really only two consequences or two conclusions and that really is is incarceration or death, and so do something about it today and so uh, it's a great message it's proven very helpful in uh, places like Boston and Chicago, mm-hmm. and so hopefully we can keep it up and 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 see some measurable results. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe they get that message when they go there, Chief. Mm-hmm. I do because you command respect. First of all, when you go there, and you also give give respect, and it's a two way street. Absolutely, and it's a, a wonderful thing. Absolutely, we're just privileged to be a part of that. I want to get back to the National Night Out? You know, uh, just just yes. a couple of minutes. So, first of all, Modesto, I mean, really has been on the map with the National Night Out. One of, if not the top, uh, in California city, and in, in, that's right. right. It, for for a great time running now, we're, we're either number one or number two in either the nation uh, rankings or in the state. And we're rankings. not talking auto theft. We're talking that, we're talking national, good things. Good things. Good that's a good thing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I'll tell you what. That, I mean, I'll do it tomorrow. I also did it last year as as one of your chaplains. By the way, it's an honor to to serve under you as a, a Thank chaplain. You, great great Thank privilege you. for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Part of my assignment was to go and visit these diff- different neighborhood watch groups that were doing National Night Out. I, you can eat your way through National Night Out and, and be in serious and, trouble and, by the end absolutely. of the day. That's true, absolutely. And How I, do you think I put this weight on? So. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, if, if you're in the area of Village One and Ashbrook and, and Greenhaven and you're there for National Night Out, there is some killer chili that happens down oh on that street. Is that right? I'll tell you, it's it's a good place to visit. Awesome. But let's talk a little bit about the uh, the impact of National Night Out and what it represents in terms of all those folks that are participating. Well, you know, crime prevention has to be, um, unfortunately, but it's a it's a sad commentary, but it's where we're at. It's got to be embedded in your everyday life. 
Um, and I tell people whenever I get the chance, um, don't be a victim. Don't set yourselves up to be a victim. And so do those simple crime prevention tips. But National Night Out serves at the, as the night that is a catalyst to kind of get neighbors out of the backyard into the yes. front yard and know who your neighbors are and rekindle old friendships and start new ones or whatever the case may be. And so um, it's about looking out for each other. It's about telling a strong and sending a strong unified message to criminals that, you know, Crime's not allowed in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere else. And drug dealers aren't allowed in this neighborhood. Go somewhere else. And so um, it's a great, great community-wide event. I think we have about 150 parties scheduled oh, for tomorrow. Great. That's great. So, right. uh, awesome. And we've been number one or two, as I said, in the, in the national rankings or state rankings. And so it's, uh, it's a great program, and um, you know, it just sends a strong, unified message. So if you're listening and you don't have an active neighborhood watch program, you've got to get, get one. And it's absolutely cr- uh, critical that we do that. And here in the Modesto area, Chief, how do people connect with the police department? All they would have to do is contact the police department and say, I, I want to start a neighborhood watch program, and we'll find out what part of the city they live, and we'll connect them to the right crime prevention specialist, and we'll start that process. And that'll be your liaison between your neighborhood, and we can tailor it as small or as large as necessary to the police department, and it's absolutely critical because I, I am a firm believer that an informed community is a safe community. And so if we can uh, inform our community about crime trends and issues and get them the latest information possible then they'll be safer in the long run well and there, there's power in watching out for each other you know in in our society in our culture right now elaine so often you know we can come home and you click the garage door clicker it goes up it comes down and mm-hmm. and you're done right you know we don't connect with our neighbors mm-hmm. you know like uh, we might have 40 50 years ago not that i'm saying i was you know anyway no 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 uh you know but it, it does provide that opportunity in, in a very intentional way to get to know your neighbors and you know what that car doesn't belong in front of your house, that, does that's it? Correct. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. And that's the power of, of, of this particular program. And, and, and I've seen neighborhoods create uh, phone trees or now email trees, you know, where, you, 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 boy, you know, there's a blue car in the, in the neighborhood last night. Anybody know who that is or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, there's absolutely power in knowing um, who belongs in the neighborhood, who does not, and then making those notifications. I myself have come home and saw my next door neighbor uh, with the garage door wide open. Just, just forgot that they didn't close it. Sure. You know, go knock on the door. Excuse me, you know, your, your garage, and boy, they're very thankful. And so I myself have accidentally left my garage door open. And it's those kinds of things looking mm-hmm. out for each other that have to happen because, as I said, there are opportunists amongst us. There will be people yeah, who will right. drive in neighborhoods and see a bike or see something valuable in an open garage or an unlocked car and just take advantage of that, and boom, it's over with. And so, and sometimes it's unwitnessed, which means we have very little information to follow up upon uh, as a law enforcement. So um, let's prevent crime from happening in the first place. What well, a way to love your neighbor. That and is and so nothing awesome. else, Elaine. Somebody coming out and just looking. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's the per- well, somebody's watching me. That's right. Crooks normally don't like people to watch them. I mean, that's well, kind that's of right. Dud, you know, you years know. ago we used to tell people to be a good witness and and you know look and observe through the the opening of a blind or a mini blind. Absolutely not. Exactly what you said, Pastor. So true. Get out in the front yard and put eyes on that crook because they do not want to be seen. That's absolutely. Right. So that's so critical. You know, and I think one of the models is sitting right. Not that you're a model, I, you know. He I is a said, model, but, but He's I mean, a what, model of a good citizen. Your, your character, that's what he is. <laughs> the character, all right. Or, or Orrin Woods. Woods. He, I mean, you know, God has just blessed you with yeah. the, the ability to connect yes. with people, and you've been a dynamo in in your neighborhood mm-hmm. for a long time, and and you just don't let stuff happen without going unnoticed, right? Yeah. Well, well since we moved to Modesto, see, San Jose was so safe. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Downtown no, San Jose, I can just I can call out for an officer uh-huh. and they show up. I mean, I but here it, it was different, and I didn't know what to do because it 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 was a different type of structure. 
So I did do a, uh, uh, I went to a, uh, a neighborhood watch meeting and I was saying, Hey, I got a dog, a duck and a pup in the, my backyard. And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, is it your dog? It's not my animals. <laughs> and we're going to go. And I told the officer that too. And I said, well, let's just go down and I'll show you. And here's a dog, here's a duck, here's a pup. We thought it was the biggest joke. But we were on a newspaper because of that. And then Bruce Lockhart, you know, he had, you know, of the uh, Parks and Recs, they have this national night out. So, and with Al Hunt, I said, well, let me go to the national night out because he had a big thing about national night out. And I have been a fan since. And I always will be a fan. I don't care if we go somewhere or we move somewhere. I will remember how close and tight this community is. This is a very close and tight yeah. and religious community. It's not just, you know, there, there's a lot of people that will back you up. We're not letting you out. No. You just mentioned that. We're not letting you leave. No, In fact, no. I talked to the chief <laughs> and the sheriff. We're setting up roadblocks. <laughs> Orrin Woods does not leave the county line. Well, I, you I, ain't leaving, my friend. Well, right, I just right. remodified. So you know, okay. from all the prayers from ABC. Oh, good. And, all right. Um, the pr prayer there. works because now I got, I got a real good modification. So, so if nothing else, the loan company. Yeah, y'all stuck with me now. Y'all stuck with me now. It's a good thing to be stuck with. We are so pleased to have all of you here with us tonight as we celebrate National Night Out in Modesto, California. I hope this is happening everywhere in the world. I don't know if other places in the world do it or not, but they should. They certainly should do it. Um, tomorrow night, we are going to be celebrating in a big way. With us also here is the director of the Weed and Seed Program, and we are so privileged to be involved in that as well. Bev Hatcher is uh, our director and the woman of the hour uh, here <laughs> as far as Weed and Seed. Oh, Chief Harden, thank you so much for being with us. We love you, and you have a great meeting at your next uh, event there. Um, Bev, You've been with us now for a while with Weed and Seed. About and you, six months. Yes. Six yes. months. You had an excellent director before me, Cindy Ray. We did, and mm -hmm. Cindy was wonderful, and now you're filling those shoes. And thank you for the wonderful job that you are doing. Tell us about National Night Out and what we can expect as a community tomorrow and uh, how people can get involved. Well, um, I'm going to hold a national night out at Marshall Park, the Neighborhood Center at Marshall Park, which is on Sutter in Chicago, which is in the heart of our Weed and Seed area. And Weed and Seed is a specific area, federally designated. Um, and we have uh, great things happening tomorrow night at Marshall Park, as will be at Maddox, too, at the Cesar Chavez Park. But we're going to have um, kids. We're going to have kids dancing. We're going to have the Cambodian dancers. Right. We're going to have um, uh, some kung fu kids. And we're going to have some bands. And we're going to have a gospel group called, it's a, it's a um, uh, God's, God's Men, Men at, at Work. God's yes. Men at Work. Yes. I just talked to them today, so they'll be out there. We're going to have um, hot dogs, chips, and a soda for two dollars. Face have a painting, face yes. painting, chalk painting. That might improve mine. I don't. <laughs> they told me out of a face We're for radio. Out. That's why we do it here. Well, I, I wore my radio clothes today, <laughs> okay. so I know what you're talking about. That's cool. So you yeah. know, before we go on, uh, sure. we're throwing out the the term weed and seed, and, sure. and you know, before anybody thinks that's about medical marijuana growth, it's not. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not not that kind of weed or seed. 
<laughs> you know, it's it's a we <laughs> it's weeding. Not that I know anything about that. I'm of course just, not. I'm just saying, no. Uh, it's it's weeding out the bad That's stuff, the 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 mm-hmm. negative stuff in a community, mm-hmm. and it's seeding the good stuff for growth. Absolutely, it's right. a it's a federal strategy more so than a grant. Although they give us funding for that, right. and specifically, we're able to uh, pay for a few more officers and sheriff's deputies in our area mm-hmm. to come in. And then there's a few more, and then there's a few more um, uh, activities. Parks and Rec has some activities for the kids in the area because they're at-risk youth in our area, as well as um, they give us some uh, Boy Scouts, Girl Scout funding. Oh, we have gr- great time. It's just a great time, and it, we're in our fifth. We're going into our fifth year, which is the end of our our grant period. Uh-huh. And but the neighborhood is so dedicated that they're working on continuing it on. Well, I think one of the great advantages, again, as we were talking to the chief about, is that you're bringing various parts of the community together that might not, all, you know, otherwise sit across the table from each other. Absolutely. And we begin to communicate with each other and share what our challenges are. And uh, really, again, and it has, it has had an effect on the community. Absolutely. But even if it didn't, mm-hmm. one of the great pluses is it gets the various parts of the community together when we start talking about our problems and working and that's at it That's so together. important. That's so important. I, I've just, I've been amazed at how great, and it's important that the community buys into mm-hmm. it. It's not other groups coming into the community. It's actually the community buying into it. it. Exactly. As uh, as you look towards Both the future, definitely. of course, you're you're reaching the end of the the grant period, but you know this is way more than the the grant. What do you see happening uh, two or three years down the road here? Well, I I'm uh, working with a group that is creating a community development corporation, which is specific to that area, which will be the neighbor. It will be a five hundred one c three, and it will be specific to that area to to get more funding. Uh, have more opportunities, but it's basically coming out of the neighborhood that's going to be mm-hmm. working on it. And uh, I see that. I, I don't see that going away. I mean, we have such leaders as Oren and, mm-hmm. and oh, so many great people. Jeremiah Williams yes, is involved. Absolutely. I mean, just wonderful, wonderful people. And, and you've had the opportunity, I think, to uh, visit other parts of the country and, and talk to I some have. other people. And, I have. And what, what do you see happening nationwide? With, with nationwide, this? there are some successes in this in this format. We just happen to be very successful because mm-hmm. not only do we work with the, the police department, we work with the sheriff's department. They're both the sheriff and the, and the chief are co-chairs. Uh, uh, I... There, when I went to a seminar in Baltimore with all the different weed and seed sites, they were amazed at how well we worked and how mm. many people were involved in it, um, and how how dedicated everybody is to come to these meetings and work on it. So that's As what Lauren I see. said earlier. We've got something very special happening very special. in this community, mm-hmm. and uh, we come back from the break here. We're going to be talking. Uh, a little bit more about what happens with uh, some of the youth in our community. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll bring in Bruce and talk about the Maddox Youth Center and uh, Parks and Recs. And want Oren to talk a little bit about the Junior Cadet Program, too, because we have a wonderful uh, program with that. You know, Toby Mack has uh, millions of, um, of fans, and we thought that the song entitled One World featuring C.D. Monroe, very fitting tonight here on Lighthouse Live. We're going to listen to this, and we'll be right back right after this. All right, this time is for real. One time, one world, two times, one love, three times, rewind. 
in the road that we can't traverse And no wounds from the past that can't be nursed uh, All hate gonna dissipate from our faith No shit together, we got a checkmate Toby Mack, as we celebrate here on Lighthouse Boy, I love Live. that, rocking out, right? huh? Yeah. yeah, Big John here dancing all around the room. Hey, today. can't yeah. keep him off the tables, yeah. you know? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> a national night out here on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike Elaine and our dear friends from Modesto, California, Stanislaus County is where we're from, and we want to welcome you and thank you 
for listening and sharing a part of your evening with us wherever you are listening tonight. We just welcome you. And uh, our dear friends, and Oren Woods is here with us, and he's our advocate and key volunteer here at AVC. And Bev Hatcher, who is director of Weed and Seed, Bruce Lockhart here with Parks and Recs, and uh, very active and, and instrumental over at the Maddox Youth Center. And Melanie. Um, uh, also joining us, and welcome. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your evening to, to uh, be with us. And lots happening uh, with our youth here in Modesto, California. Bruce, uh, thank you for being with us, and I understand that you are born and raised here in Modesto. I know that because Oren told me you were, and uh, so we share that in common. So Yes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm original uh, native over here at, Mad at uh, Modesto, I mean born and raised on 4th Street, so I'm one of the original, the OGs. <laughs> right, right. Well, blessed to have you here with us. Thank Bruce. you. Thank yes. you for having us. Bruce, from your perspective, having been born and raised here and, and uh, now being part of the solutions uh, to some of the challenges that we faced, uh, what, what positive changes have you seen over the past couple of years as the community has come together and, and tried to tackle these problems? Well, I've seen a lot of the uh, – Modesto has really grown quite a bit since – I was a, a young lad, <laughs> and uh, basically, you know, I could speak from the perspective of our department. We've kind of branched out with a lot of uh, parks, providing a lot of opportunities for a lot of the youth and families to get together in the in the parks. I know with the with the uh, situation with our budgets, we had to kind of consolidate and downsize. But with that, there's still been some growth, like especially on the west side. We could uh, we're proud to say that we have the one of the newest facilities over there at the neighborhood center. Uh, just put in uh, just a couple of years ago. And then at the Maddox Youth Center, which uh, Melly and I uh, run and manage, uh, that was, uh, we just had that uh, six years ago, uh, doubled the size of it, added three and a half million dollars. So there's been some growth. We did a remodeling over at the King Kennedy Memorial Center, which is well known. So we have three prime facilities just on the west side alone, which attracts quite a bit of families, provides a lot of free community services for the community. And all, all for the positive. And we divide it up as far as special events that we do and working in partnership with a lot of different organizations and agencies. And so I've seen a lot of good positive things happen along with working with a lot of the uh, schools, faith-based organizations. Uh, and so I've seen a lot of good positive things happen. With that, there has been some things that are a little bit on the negative side with comes with the growth. But at the same time, we met those challenges. and. And pretty much uh, what we try to do is provide a lot of avenues and opportunities for a lot of the youth and, and families and young adults to participate in the programs uh, that we offer throughout the Parks and Recreation Department. And we've been, we're fortunate and proud to belong to the, and being on the uh, Weed and Seed Committee with BEV, oh, and uh, along with working with a lot of different organizations and agencies and a lot of the outreach projects that we provide throughout the community. Uh, we, uh, we also uh, work with a lot of the seniors and providing a lot of avenues for them to participate in, in programs. We pretty much try to offer a wide variety of, of things that in the educational area, you know, we just got our computer classroom over there at the Maddox Center as well, and we provide a lot of opportunities for uh, a lot of the participants to learn about how do you, act. if they don't know how to use a computer, well, we provide opportunities for them to learn. And a lot of the, well, what, things that I've seen is sometimes there's, people don't have those opportunities. Right. And so what we try to do is provide some opportunities. Uh, by us having to consolidate and 
cut back on our because of our budget, we just be, had become more creative. Uh, we're still able to provide a lot of good quality support programs, and uh, so it, it just all works works out really well. And I've seen a lot of things happen over the years, but I could testify that it's been for the good. Well, and I think it's amazing, even in these days of, of massive budget cuts, yes. you know, that the community gets very creative. You have to be. And, and you look at new ways to partner and, uh, and to get things done and have an impact in the community. And, again, I, again, I think one of the positive outcomes is we get to know each other. And uh, whereas, you know, if we had lots of money and, and uh, you know, we might, might not uh, be doing that. Uh, Melanie, I want to talk to you just for a second. Uh, from your perspective, as, as you look at providing services at, at, at the center, uh, what are some of the challenges that you uh, see right now, and uh, how do you see the community uh, rising up and, and meeting those challenges today? Well, actually, I think you just pointed one thing out, is that um, a lot of times with, with financially it, it's difficult. So we have to partner. So we're right. seeing more partnerships, okay. which, act, which actually is propelling us to move in a – I think in a in a better direction in that sense mm -hmm. that we're looking at other community organizations and saying what do you want to what are you doing what are you trying to do what are we doing what are we trying to do and then linking up our resources together and doing it um, so we we are getting creative um, and I think one thing that's fantastic about Maddox Youth Center what people don't realize is we provide free services for the community wow. we're talking about recreational cultural social programming so we have special events such as the National Night Out but we also have daily programs such as Job Resource Center mm. where um, where we we um, we provide a space where people can actually create resumes post resumes do job um, searches have a binder where there's uh, job opportunities that's awesome so these are free programs um, I feel like it's a gem in Modesto, gem on the west side, to be Absolutely. able to provide um, such great opportunities. And it's about for us and our staff to get creative, mm. to be able to say, okay, well, what do we want to do and how are we going to do this? Looking to our staff to say, well, what are your passions? What are you good at? Um, we've had great break dancers. We've had great um, gymnasts. Okay, so you have those gifts, so let's bring those gifts to life and let's develop a program around those. So, again, it's tapping into individuals with you know we're all resources and tapping into that also with commu other community-based organizations tapping into that and getting the work done is that specific yeah. for people of the west side melanie or is that for the community center yes it's for everyone for the resources that you were talking about like for the resumes and it's for, for everyone we have people coming from not only uh, not only the west side but all over modesto we have mm -hmm. people coming from um series Keys, Turlock, Patterson, Turlock, Turlock, right, right. and even Riverbank, Greater. Yes. Wonderful. Manteca. Awesome. <laughs> that, that's a little Terrific. hike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Down the 99. Oh, yeah. What a great, that is a nugget. What a treasure. A jewel. You know, we were talking about Project Safe a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some, some of the guys that we've talked to, some of the gangbangers that, that are brought in, uh, as, as you get across and you start talking to them, some of them can't write. Mm -hmm. Can't read, and you just mentioned computer skills. Mm -hmm. Here, you know, here's a way to connect them if they make the choice to to leave the lifestyle and uh, and accept the community's invitation to uh, a new life. You know, uh, it's it's great to have those resources locking in. I would imagine that computer instruction is is something that m maybe somebody's not going to get anywhere else, right? Oh yes, and then uh, we also have the uh, with the job search too, like Melanie mentioned. But yeah, that's an investment that the uh, city made well city of modesto made for a lot of the participants that do awesome. come there that's great and uh, we, we try to like melanie mentioned we try to find out what listen to the voice of the community and what they would like to do 
And some are into it for the high energy aspect of physical fitness. Sure. Some are interested in the cultural awareness type programs that we offer. Uh, we, we try to open the, the lines of communication all the time for everyone to come in and, and, and share with us on everything that we're offering. Uh, and then we talked about coming to the center, everything being free. Well, basically all it takes is fill out a form, and, and it only takes about a minute. And then uh, you get a free photo ID card and no charge. Yeah. And uh, so it makes it really a free photo ID card, and they could take part in the family-orientated uh, type programs there at the center. We, we just uh, introduced a martial art program uh, that also, and then we also have the uh, Police Activity League boxing program, which is uh, our partners as well. They just gave a, uh, another boxing competition, which is their ninth one, Throwdown in Motown. Sounds like one of I love that. Throw down yes. the motel. <laughs> that sounds like some of our breakdance competitions. We've been doing we've been doing breakdance competitions for the past twenty years over there, and there's been some extremely talented uh, dancers that have come out of the Maddox Youth Center, and uh, they've now they have a career uh, in dancing. Matter of fact, to my left, uh, we also have one of our alumni. <laughs> well, listen, right, we also have another one of our. Or Orn and Bruce, we just had some uh, some new friends come in the studio here. Let's introduce them uh, around and and uh, introduce them to our audience here, and, and I want to get your perspectives as well. Bruce, do you want to make the introductions there? Okay, I'm proud to uh, introduce uh, Terry. Terry goes way back with us, a lot of years. Go ahead, Terry. Go ahead and get the mic. I'm on, I'm on the air, huh? You are on the air. Uh, yeah, well, I'm part of a gospel ministry now. Um, are you part of God's Men at Work? Yes, I am. Welcome. God's Men yes. at Work in Modesto, yes. California. Yes. Welcome. Proud, yes. proud member of God's Men at Work, and serving the be. Lord. Yes, yes, Thank go you. ahead. Yeah. I love it. And, uh, yeah, I was back to what he was, I, when I was younger, I'm not going to say how old I am, but back back in the day, I did uh, win one of his contests at Is the right? East Center. Yes, let's just say it's been around for a long time. Well, you know, we get to a certain age where we try to break dance, we break something. Right, right? that's right. That's, uh, that's a whole different. I know. That's the age I'm at right now. Whole different dynamic, huh? I still, I still dance though, but yeah, um, yeah. Oh man, I'm just, I just want to say that, man. I'm, I'm so honored to be sitting next to this man mm. who's still oh, doing right. what he does for mm. the, for the, for the west side of Modesto. I mean, Amen. it's he's truly blessed, you know, and um, man. I, 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 man, I just thank God that we have people around like you, man, that's just doing yeah, what you do, still serving the community, you know, and um, the Maddox Youth Center has been a, a a very good place for us to get away, you know, when we didn't have anything to do but run the streets, we go over there, lift weights, shoot, ba- uh, shoot ball, mm. uh, shoot pool, or whatever, yeah. you know, or just hang out, you know, and uh, it's still there, It's it, thank God they, you know, they did some some uh, remodeling over there. Yeah, yeah. Deserve, well-deserved remodeling, that, might, that I might add, you know. And um, it's just a wonderful place, you know, and people that don't know about it need to come check it out, you know. And, uh, use its resources. And, man, it's wonderful growing, it, growing up experience. 
Well, you know, I think one, one of the issues here, Terry, that you just brought up, you just mentioned uh, Bruce's longevity right. in the community, and that's what it takes. Yeah. You know, we can't do this hit-and-run stuff. It doesn't right. do a whole lot of good. You know, the people... Uh, the people right. in the neighborhoods need to know that you're committed. That's right. You're not going anywhere. You're going to be there. Right. And that you are as committed to change and improvement as That's they right. are. That's right. And you just can't come in like a whirlwind and leave and, and, and make an impact. Right. That, that's so important. It's, it's the community that, you know, that, that, that makes it happen, you know. It's the, the being involved, that's you right. know, and, uh, you know, outside organizations supporting the cause, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, through, through, uh, donations and whatnot and the city of Modesto, you know, and, you know, and, uh, ministers, people that's just, you know, out to help, uh, uh, mentors and whatnot and, good and just good old volunteers, you know. And, oh, yay. <laughs> well, listen, uh, just introduce us to your, uh, friends anyway, that came yes. with you. God, God's men at work. To, to my, yes, to my to, right to over here right. is my brother and, yes. uh, friend, confidant, uh, Lamont Warren. Oh, right, we like to call Lamont the professor. The professor. He's now, the, why is that? He's the anointed one, and uh, oh. we're all anointed. <laughs> but okay. I was, yes. okay. in the Word, he's 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 Amen. very deep in the Word. Been in the right. Word a long time, and uh, okay. and that's what he does. He studies a lot. Uh, Just always. a little older, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> neither, neither one of you look very old. Okay, I, I look I pretty know, young to me. I know that AARP here. is not bugging them, Pastor Mike. Okay. No, I, don't I don't think so. I wish they quit Lamont, bugging me. I know. Lamont, welcome. Thank welcome, you. Welcome. And to the left over here is my other brother, uh, friend. Fred, I didn't even see you. Uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. And, and, and it's a little vertical disadvantage yeah, there. Yeah, we won't go there. And this is Anthony Gonzalez. Anthony. Great, Anthony. Great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. All right, so tell me about uh, God's Men at Work. What are you guys about? Uh, yeah, um, man, we, we just, we've been together, what, a year this month, huh? Yes. Uh, August. You know, doing doing the Lord's work, our... Mm. Um, our first titled album is uh, about our father's business, mm. uh, which is to be released here, I'd say, about a month or so. We should be at all Walmarts and Targets in the United States. Uh, and the, uh, we have Asia, too? No, European. Europe. European. And Canada, and I'm Europe sorry. And Canada, yes. Europe and Canada and the United States, awesome. uh, which is being right. released uh, through uh, Awesome Music. Uh, by yeah, Joandro Music, Joandro yeah. Productions, Joandro yes. Productions, awesome music, awesome music. which mm-hmm. is uh, uh, our manager is Joe Mines. I don't oh know yeah, absolutely, Joe. Yeah, sure. Joe yeah. Rosetta Mines. Yeah, uh, they also have the Temptations on their label yeah. too. Okay, and, um, <laughs> which yeah, you, well, those, yeah. those two are an institution, right? right. Mines, you know, they? oh it's man, amazing. they yeah, they uh, over at Bethel. I forget the name of his church. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he has a little church inside the Bethel building over right. there on Scenic. And, uh, yeah, Joe signed us uh, January. He signed us to a distribution uh, deal. And um, so, anyway, it's looking soon, real good. yeah, it's looking real it's good. Looking we've, really been, real um, we've been touring California. I, we, haven't, we haven't went down south, but we have, like, we've been saturating the northern California in the valley. Sacramento, we did Calvary Christian in Sacramento. We oh, did yeah, sure. Greater White, uh, Greater White Rose, uh, Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church um, in Stockton. Uh, we've done uh, Abundant Life Center in uh, Berkeley. We've done uh, Oakland, uh, Juneteenth, yeah, for Oakland. We did the Juneteenth, first Juneteenth of Patterson. Uh, 
um, recently. We did uh, Modesto's Juneteenth uh, at Millis Park, Fremont Community uh, Center. Yeah, Fremont Community with Mark Canoli. If you're the Canoli brothers, yeah, Ron mm-hmm. Canoli, TBN. That's Mark's brother. Um, We've this, done a lot around here. Uh, uh, yeah, here. West Side Local churches. Uh, yeah, um, we also attend uh, Victory and Praise of Modesto. Okay. Might I add, yes, yes. Uh, head by Titus Jackson. So mm-hmm. we all uh, members there. We, okay. uh, me and Lamont sing in uh, Walter Hopkins and Edwin Hawkins uh, uh, Choir in Oakland. Uh, it's called Community and Praise Choir, mm-hmm. which they founded years ago. And you know, Walter just passed recently, and uh, we had his funeral not too long ago, which was yes. At, Awesome funeral, absolutely magnificent, and uh, you know we've we've been getting our uh, you know sort of uh, uh, an anointing type of blessing from them and the music as far as the music aspect is concerned. You know, very talented, brilliant writers. We've learned, we've learned, a, lot. We've learned a lot. Been around yeah. them. Sure, um, we've come to definitely. find out too. They have a heavy um, outreach toward the community, and it's good to see you know um, so many different people you know reaching out to the community. To people who are in need and need help yeah. in yes. different various oh, yeah. areas of their lives, it's, it's good to see that. And now you didn't, you didn't, you know, like bring a cut with you or anything, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah, we sure did. You yes, got it. <clears throat> so why, why don't you just plug this in real quick? I'll help you with that. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys are going to be tomorrow at Marshall Park. Marshall Park. Marshall Park. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. At uh, the Modesto, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and I, too, want to thank Bruce and his constituents for doing such a marvelous job the past few years. I mean, it's been really remarkable to see them, you know, just give so much of themselves to the community. It's it's been a real blessing. They've helped so many people. You know, not only myself has been helped and blessed and saved pretty much out of some, you know. uh, What what was the show we did with them just recently? Yeah. Star David, we did at Mel- yes, uh, yes. At a, at, at, yeah, at a it was Sager, it was wonderful. Sager, what is Sager now? Yeah, at the Caesar Chavez uh, Caesar Chavez Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, listen, we're yes. we're bumping the clock a little. Bit. I want to make sure right. we get get in this. Just we're, yeah. we're going to hit Let's this just for a couple you. minutes. Okay, sounds and good. And hear what you guys are all, all right. about. Okay, all right. yes, sir. God's men at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, but- 
told us to We shall not be ashamed Of praising God's name Still standing in the gap I'm unmovable We got stocks in the solid rock well, there's a little taste of it, God's men at work, about my father's business. And uh, can I give out uh, Joe's number here for, for, for booking information? All right, 209-402-9773. That's 209-402-9773. Again, that's God's men at work, about my father's business. So where are you guys around here? Are you going to be playing a gig yeah. pretty soon? Or um, we have a big show coming up here on October the 16th. And I believe it's going to be at the Fruit Yard. If you if you would like more information on this event, it's going to be we're calling this event uh, Modesto Gospel Festival. Modesto Gospel Festival, and uh, Bobby Jones is hosting it from the BET uh, longest running cable show and gospel uh, gospel network or whatever. It's not a gospel network, but BET network. So anyway, Bobby Jones will be. Um, he has a gospel show on BT, so he'll be yes. hosting yeah. yes. this event, and um, it's it's Joe Mines, uh, Joe Andro Music Productions, Productions yes. awesome. who's running this event. It's it's sponsored by Comcast, Coca Cola, uh, Skips Music, and uh, 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 Holiday Inn Express. Right. So awesome. uh, this is the first of its kind in this area. It's going to be from eleven to seven, eleven a.m. to seven p.m. And again, that date. Um, uh, it's October sixteenth. October sixteenth. We're looking at acts uh, that that's, that's going to be there, such as uh, Bobby Jones himself. Um, we have an, uh, a female artist from Modesto called Nish, who's very awesome, who attends Seed of Joy Church. She's absolutely magnificent. She did a, a show with Vicky Winans. So she did a yeah. show at Vicky Winans right. with Vicky Winans. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at Shelter Cove not too long ago. Sure. I think it was last year. A couple years ago, um, uh, we're looking at the Temptations will be there. Starlights of Compton will be there. Uh, 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 the Mighty Clouds of Joy are expected to be there. Um, it's going to be absolutely Shirley Caesar. If you know well-renowned Shirley Caesar should be there. Um, yes. We're looking to add more acts that it's not every, it's all the acts aren't aren't confirmed but these are uh uh acts like uh, temptations in the starlights right. she'll be there starlights of compton again that's coming up, up on october, october 16th yes. again and we're Bobby talking Jones to is definitely going to be there so. to uh terry lamont and anthony yes, from god's, god's men at work man thank awesome. you for for dropping thank by you, man, you, you know god's time us. is oh, eternal ours is not we're we're bumping the clock a little <laughs> bit i'm gonna come back to our friend Oren woods because Oren is is a jewel that that god dropped into our lives here and and uh, God just has done some wonderful things for you. And, and Oren, I know that you're so bashful about telling people that they should get out and uh, and do something for their community. you got about a minute and a half left. Give, uh, give people some encouragement to get out of the four walls of their homes and churches, get in the community, and uh, and, and start putting some feet to their convictions. I try. I, I continue saying to get out of those four walls of the churches That's and right. the four walls of those houses and do something. Roll your sleeve up. You can. You cannot get hurt. You cannot get hurt. Guys will protect you. The the community will protect you. Yeah, as you know, if you if you heard the program here, just all these people, God is dri- driving them. This Holy Ghost it, is on fire, yeah. and you can't <laughs> sit down. That's right. You you can't sit down. Uh-uh. You can you you can you can probably block try to block God off, but He's just gonna go oh, right right straight through. Right you. straight. Through. I'm not preaching next week. I'm sending Oren. Send <laughs> Thank you all for being here. God bless you. God bless you all. Thank you for listening wherever you are.